and welcome back to another amazing episode and the full month of rally on the podcast my name is ving and this is ving gear z podcast it's ving gear heads podcast Today I will focus in a monologue, yep, no guests, but I will provide you the best content about past and present of the rally games in the sim race community. After the next follow two episodes, I will have Nicolas GV, a French superstar content creator on rally uh, games type, and you have Saber Porto that will join me and talk about the experience and how they have their vision in the rally games. But before we jump on all the talk about rally and all the news about sim racing, let's remember you and talk about sponsoring me and my sponsors. First, let me remember that you can help the channel by joining me on the Patreon and with this month, once again, we are joined Gamers Beat Cancer, so please remember, for £2 you are helping me and join the cause. And of course, for this month, I will bring you a big catalogue with some downloads and links where you can enjoy the best rally modes for a Certo Corsa, but that is not everything. Yes, yeah, so now I have an affiliate link with Race Anywhere. The affiliate link can be found on the episode summary, so please use it to get the best discounts and the best sim racing hardware anywhere. For example, we have the GSL Pro Dual Catch Gomez Sim Industry for £610 already with a 28% discount. Talking about 7-way funky switch, 10 momentary buttons, 5 rotary encoders with a patch button functionality, aluminium magnetic shifters, which will become with an extra sheet of both rotary labels and button labels, and of course, all the racing wear a specification GSL, GSL Pro wheels come with dual clutch as a standard. And not that's everything, 31% on the coffee racing living, the best table slash sim racing rig available on the market and I recommending you to have a look in some of the amazing reviews, one of them is from Random Callsign where we try with a Logitech Pro on his living, so please go and enjoy, I think is one of, if you have low space, one of the best ways to enjoy a full sim rig. But that's not everything. Until 16 summer discounts from the Cube controls, you can have a discount on the F Pro CXX3 and SP01. So guys, please jump, click on my affiliate link, visit Race anywhere, and enjoy the amazing discounts that I offer on the summer sales. So let's start a journey through the evolution of rally racing games from the 80s until today. Let me explain how rally have been in the fast-paced world of sim racing over the years and the rally racing games have captivated players with their adrenaline-fueled gameplay and immersive experience. We're also gonna delve into challenging periods and the golden era that defined the rally racing games. First, let's talk about the birth of the rally racing games. On the late 70s, early 80s, the games start to emerge, a belt with a limited technology and simplest graphics. 
this early games laid the foundation for the genre to introduce players to the concept of navigating treasure tracks while racing against the clock. Probably one notable title from this era have to be Rally X, an arcade game developed by Namco. It featured a top-down perspective where players control a rally car through a maze-like environment, collecting flags while avoiding obstacles and enemy vehicles. Despite its basic graphics, Rally X introduced the thrill of rally racing to arcade goers and became a popular hit. Of course, when it transitioned from the 80s to the 90s, started the rise of the licensed rally games. And the games started to gain traction, aiming to provide a more authentic rally racing experience to the players. These games focus on replicating the challenge faced by real-world rally drivers, including very weather conditions, challenge terrain and realistic car physics. One significant milestone during this period is Lombard Rock Rally, developed by the Red Rod Software. As the first official licensed rally game, it offered players opportunity to compete in the iconic rock rally, featuring realistic rally stages inspired by the actual events, and the game introduced different weather conditions such as rain and snow, which added an extra layer of challenge to the gameplay. Another notable title from the rise of licensed rally games would be Carlos Sainz, but a title that never received the praise that deserved. And you need to notice that these early licensed rally games have provided just a glimpse into the world of professional rally racing, offering players opportunity to experience the thrill and the challenge of a sport first hand. While the graphics and gameplay mechanics may seem basic comparing to the modern standards, they have laid the foundation for the evolution of the rally racing games in the years to come. Despite a promising start in the late 80s, rally racing games experienced a challenge period during the next five years. Several factors contribute to this decline, including the limit technology, lack of innovation, a saturated market, and we need to remember that actually a lot of these games have never captivated the fast pace of rally and we start seeing the first dark ages. Arcade games during this period have struggled to capture the essence often offering simplified and arcade-like experience with some arcade titles actually existed, they failed to provide the deep and the realism that fans of the gender cover until the first major breakdown. Sega Rally's championship appeared emerged as a beacon of innovation and excitement, developed by Sega IM3 and released in the arcade games in 94. The game revolutionized the genre with its groundbreaking feature and gameplay mechanics. Sega Rally introduced a new level of realism and immersion by using 3D polygonal graphics, which were impressive for this time. The game featured realistic physics, dynamic weather effects, deformable terrain, allowing players to experience the unpredictable nature of rally racing. Of course, one of the standout features have to be the dynamic time of day system, where races took place during different times of the day with changing light condition and shadows. They add a level of challenge and strategy to the gameplay as players have to adapt to evolving the track conditions. Of course, the selection of iconic rally cars such as Toyota Celica, Lancia Delta, Integrale and much more have enhanced the authenticity of Sega Rally. Each vehicle had its own unique handling characteristics, providing players with a variety of driving experience. The success of Sega Rally 
expand after Beyond Arcades as the game was eventually ported to the home consoles including the Sega Saturn and of course the PC. His game consoles versions have uh, additional features like championship mode, allowing players to progress to the series of rally events and much more. So I think the impact of this game cannot be understated. He set a new standard of rally racing games, inspired the featured titles with realistic graphics, immersive gameplay and attention to the detail. The game influence can still be felt in the rally racing games form today, an open door for games as Cree Rack Rally, Rally Cross, Colin McRae, V-Rally, of course another Sega Rally and Rally Championship. But after we'll have to wait for more years until 2000s to another breakdown and will be Colin McRae Rally 2.0. Colin McRae emerged as a significant breakdown in the gender developed by the Codemasters. This game built upon the success of this original Colin McRae Rally and solidified the series as one of the leading titles in the rally racing game. He improved uh, graphics, enhanced physics, uh, a wider range of rally stage, the game aims to provide a realistic rally experience, simulating the intense and challenging nature of the sport. It features a comprehensive career mode, licensed cars and iconic rally locations, further immersing players into the world of professional rally racing. Of course, this release not only revitalized the rally racing genre during a challenge period, but also solidified the Colin McRae series as a fan favorite. His success demonstrate in demanding for realistic and immersive rally racing experience, paving the way to future advances on the eventual golden era of rally, uh, rally games. Rally games appear more as the WRC with four titles, V Rally, Colin McRae, and much more. And that start I, what I think the first golden era as we saw the first rivalry in games appearing too. This is a rivalry that gonna go for through the years, but let me focus on the first 2000 years. So WRC against Conley McRae series. The WRC games aim to deliver immersive official WRC experience. These games was obtained the official license of the FIA World Rally Championship, featuring licensed cars, of course, drivers staged from the actual championship and titles with WRC. World Championship 2001 WRC2 Extreme players could compete against the best rally drivers in the world on the iconic stage, showcasing their skills in various weather conditions. On the other side of the spectrum, the Colin McRae series by Coldmaster was focused on delivering a more accessible yet realistic rally experience, and titles like Colin McRae 3, Colin McRae 4, Colin McRae 2 was aimed to capture the essence of the rally racing with their intuitive controls immersive environments and thrilling gameplay. These games showcase the talent and the driving style of the legendary rally driver Colin McRae, providing players with a chance to step in his shoes and conquer the challenge stages. The rivalry was so intense that players found themselves torn between the two franchises, which offering unique features and gameplay elements. Some preferred the official WRC license and the opportunity to compete against the real-world rally drivers, while others gravitate toward the thrilling and accessible nature of the Colin McRae games. The rivalry between both of them 
on the early 2000s elevate the rally racing game to the new eyes and it pushed developers to innovate and to improve their games, delivering more immersive and engaging experience for players. Ultimate showcased the passion and dedication from these developers to bring the exciting of the rally racing to players. He fueled the evolution of the rally racing games and laid the foundation for the future titles that will continue to captivate the fans of the gender. Will be in 2004 that we will see the third breakdown, Richard Burns Rally. Richard Burns was developed by the World of Games and published by the SCI Games. This game marked a significant turning point, reigniting the passion for the gender and the setting a new standard for realism and authenticity. Richard Burns Rally, known as RBR, was named after the late rally championship Richard Burns who provide his experience to develop team and the game focus on delivering a true-to-life rally experience featuring realistic physics, dynamic weather conditions and demanding stages that require skills and precision to conquer. The attention to detail and the high level of realism in RBR garner critical acclaim and dedicated following among the rally enthusiasts. RBR still active to the these days, the modern community surrounding played a significant role in keeping the game alive and pushing its boundaries. Models create a wide ranging of modifications, including new rally stage, car models, physics tweaks and graphical enhances. These mods allow players to expand and customize this RBR experience, further immersing themselves in the world of rally racing. The modding community Dedication to the realism helped to redefine and improve the game physics and overall experience. Models tireless worked on enhancing the accuracy of the car ending, implementing dynamic weather system and replicating the real-world rally stages with the game. The ongoing support and community from the modding community ensures that RBR remained relevant and enjoyable for the years beyond until this day. Could be in 2010 that we start seeing the first golden era. The milestone studios know from the WRC FIA World Rally Championship take to the helm and deliver the realistic and official rally experience. In 2010, with KT Racing, they start delivering probably the best of the best games. In recent years, the rally racing games have continued to push the boundaries of realism, immersion and gameplay innovation. Like titles like WRC 9, WRC 10 and Generation are probably the showcase of the KT Racing of the enhanced graphics, improving physics and expanding career modes, offering players a more immersive rally experience than ever before, offering an updated roster cars, drivers and stage from the FIA World Rally Championship. Of course, Codemasters never lost their dominance and another major player on the rally racing game during this time has to come. With the end of the Conan McRae Rally series, they evolved the franchise to the Dirty series, capturing their attention of both rally enthusiasts and the younger generation of players. These recent innovation and exciting titles demonstrate the ongoing commitment to developers to deliver thrilling and authentic rally racing experience. The gender has come with a reservation in popularity thanks in part to efforts of influent drivers, as I say, Ken Block, who helped to introduce a new generation to the excitement of rally racing games and he saved the rally games for a while. The influence of professional rally driver Ken Block cannot be overstating during this period. Ken Block, knowing from his skillful driving and captivating Gincana videos, helped bring rally racing back in the mainstream and introduce it to a new audience. 
Codemasters have capitalized on this popularity by incorporating Chinkana events into their Dirty series, adding an exciting and freestyle element to the gameplay. The combination of realistic rally stage and the high-end uh, energy of Chinkana events appeal to the wide range of players and contribute to the gender success. Dirty 4, released in 2017, aimed to strike a balance between accessibility and realism catering for both casual players and hardcore rally enthusiasts. The game featured a comprehensive career mode, allowing players to build their own racing team, recruiting staff and compete in a variety of events across different disciplines as off-road, rally and rallycross. It is intuitive handling, visual standing environments and a diverse roster of vehicles, Dirty 4 offer an immersive rally racing experience that appeal to the wide audience. Of course, after the success of Dirty 4, Codemaster released probably another breakdown, Dirty Rally 2.0 in 2019, focused on delivering an authentic and challenged rally racing experience, building upon the foundations of this predecessor. The game emphasizes realism in the physics, handling and the stage design, players face unforgiven terrain, changing weather condition and the constant demanding on precision driving Dirty Rally 2.0 capture the essence of rally racing, in challenging players to navigate treasure stage and push their skills to the limit. I think both of the games showcase the dedication of Codemasters in delivering high-quality rally racing experience and these titles combine stunning visuals, realistic physics and a wide range of rally cars and locations to provide players with a true-to-life experience. During this period, another big note of titles that appear will be Dakar 18 and Desert Dakar Rally by Saber Porto, where provide a unique off-road rally experience based on the legendary Dakar Rally. While Dakar 18 never been so well received by the public, Desert Dakar Rally have break the boundaries and bring us one of the unique off-road rally experience with one of the best maps ever and the biggest map in the rally games until these days. Whatever is important to acknowledge that not all recent rally racing titles have enjoyed the same level of success as their predecessors. Despite advances in technology, some recent titles have faced criticism for various reasons, leading to a decline in popularity from the gender. Titles as Gravel V Rally, that I personally classify as one of the worst rally games ever developed by Kiloton, that handling the structure and the hierarchy on the cars is very questionable. Lueb Evo Rush Rally and another ones. Of course, factors contribute to this decline, including the lack of innovation, repetitive gameplay mechanics, as well as the saturation of the market with numerous racing titles across different genders. And of course, with the games struggling to capture the excitement and intensity the players expecting from rally racing experience, they start to lead to a loss of interest among the fans. We cannot only blame the games for this loss of interest, I blame a little bit to the WRC that unfortunately is not captivating the fans as should be. But of course, in many cases you have always WRC that sustain every year releases and of course the fiasco that have been 35 from EA Games. Soon as EA Games have put their hands in Codemaster, they make a little bit for me possible and destroy the dirty franchises as we see these days. Of course now EA Games owns the WRC full license and the game will be coming soon, but until these days we never receive nothing, so I don't know if EA Games are so keen in developing a rally racing game as we see. I left a little bit on a side games as Gran Turismo, 
Forza, Forza Motorsport and Project Car 2 air they don't focus exclusively on rally so I try to bring the best of the rally games and restart from the beginning until the days of today. On the end of the month I will explain what I think we should do to focus and give a revamp to this type of games and let's hope that I can do it with one special guest. I left a little bit on a side games as Gran Turismo, Forza, Forza Motorsport and Project Car 2 air they don't focus exclusively on rally so I try to bring the best of the rally games and restart from the beginning until the days of today. On the end of the month I will explain what I think we should do to focus and give a revamp to this type of games and let's hope that I can do it with one special guest. Now forget the past, forget the present and let's uh, focus on the future and all the news about sim racing that you can expect on this month. First things, summer 2023 discounts for sim racing on Steam. Exactly, make the angels sing. Assetto Corsa Ultimate Edition 80% discount. Assetto Corsa Competition 66% discount. Automobilista 50% discount on everything. Beam NG Drive just 20. Dirt Rally 2.075. F122 84%. Forza Horizon with 40. Cardcraft 70%. Art Factor on discount on the packs. Race Room. It's not from Steam, but is on Steam. Have a summer sale too, and of course, WRC generation with 50% discount. So, guys, push the accelerator and enjoy the discounts offered on Steam now. I think the biggest news from this week has to go for Racing Sim Studio. Formula RSS 1986 V6 Assetto Corsa mod. What a car! And resemble us with the Williams. Forget about it. But of course, exist. You know they have to make them their model in something. But guys, what a model! It's from 3.99. If I'm not wrong, I don't want to say to you guys again the wrong value. But I think it's from 3.99. And you already have the Lotus. Uh, available there from the same here so you can enjoy it you have different uh, color shades you have uh, colors resemble a little bit with the McLaren P4 MP4 you have with the uh, colors of the Ferrari livery some colors from the Benetton so you have some inspiring colors there but the guys the car drive amazing is a beast with 1200 horsepower and I will soon try to drop a video and to talk about that mod Keeping talking about mods and discounts and everything, Race Room Porsche Pack 2023 DLC is coming with three new Porsches are coming to the game. Porsche 992 GT3 R, another 992 the GT3 Cup and a 944 Cup from 1987. In terms of news that are ah, no news but is talking about is Assetto Corsa Competizione could get North Life. Assetto Corsa Competizione is official game as you guys know from the SRO GT3 challenge and include the cars and circuit racing in it. So the past weekend 
uh, was announced in Northlife that will be part of the 2024 calendar and may have lay their imaginary run wild and now everyone is asking to Kunos to be present on their simulator. It's not official, but we know for sure will be one of the main things. If I was Kunos, I was keen to have it to make Seto Corsa Competizione even better than it is. Talking about um, SRO GT Challenge, probably you guys don't know, but I want to say thank you to Isaac and to SRT Samantha Tan Racing for having my logo on the race. I know the race for them didn't went very well, and fortunately, they have some problems with the car. They have been spun on the bus, uh, hairpin, they have touches from everywhere, but seeing your logo in one race car is something amazing and from the bottom of my heart I want to say thank you. Keep talking about news, I have to talk about this. F1 is been very hot. So first F1 23 already have a new patch, the 1.05. So the issues with red flags continue, the performance in two-player career and of course a lot more is addressed on already the fifth patch released to the game. But the Twitter have been hot and really hot when we talk about the tire wear problem. So when I was making the uh, beta test, I, I remember I talked here on the podcast that I was feeling the game was not great, but the um, what was told to us was the game was to look for glitches, so that problems would not respond. Okay. I was feeling sometimes I was do- doing three laps with the car and the car tires will go and the next race I will do it six, seven laps and the tires will stay. But sometimes, you know, it's bugs. So they are bugs. On this case, now they start being noticed that the cars on equal machinery, the tires performance different and that should not happen. So when we go for competitions or is poor, the cars should performance the same way and the tires should performance always the same way for be equal to everyone. The only thing that changed is the livery, but apparently that thing is not happening. So now air is where appear the problems. EA Games until now never refer nothing to this one and keep very quiet as normal. They are releasing games every year and releases so they don't care so much about that. Content creators start blame the eSport drivers and the eSport drivers start not take the blame and of course they should not take the blame because a eSport driver don't mean that being involving on a game. If I was a eSport driver and I was involving on a game, automatically I would already have an upcome. Um, I would know what the game would be, I would adapt myself to the game and that should not be. Everyone should start from this level zero. What is failed is for EA games to understand that some games should not be released every year for bring the best. They've been failed a lot with the community from FIFA. From what I understand, that been all the time very disappointed. That not I think now is not FIFA anymore. I think they changed the name, but whatever. But they start passing this one to the racing community. Need for Speed is a game that now is not released every year. But it's a game that is not doing performance so well. Still have some a lot of fan base on consoles, majority, but it's not the me- best game. Of course, after you have the fiasco like I'm talking about, 35, and you keep having 
F1 that was with Codemasters, a game that was providing a lot of good uh, intakes and was evolving year after year. Science EA games take Codemasters, the game is not providing. And now I think this tireware can jeopardize even the people that win the championship in different years because we don't know until when that problem will persist. What I think they should do is they should check X esport drivers or people that was driving for teams that don't want to go anymore driving for F1. That's okay, and have them on your team. Let's remember that Dirty Rally 2 had professional rally drivers with them. John Armstrong was one of the persons with Codemasters and one of the guys that make the game shine. So I think is what they should do. They should focus on having experienced drivers that will tell them what is wrong and what is not wrong. From remember, let's speak about Forza Motorsport Showcase. So Forza made uh, introducing to their game. And everything is okay, the video is beautiful, beautiful graphics. But after the person, when is providing and say that providing the best racing is driving on a controller, the inputs are bad and the driving lines are horrible. If I'm bad, the person was bad, worse than me. So <laughs> that, of course, automatic put a lot of the big fan base say, oh, they say it's the best game, but they, where is the people on the wheels? Why they put the game on the, on the, um, on the remote? But you should remember that games are focused for the remote. So same thing with Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is a simulator, but never going to be a full simulator because of that part of having different, uh, having the same physics for controllers and physics for uh, remote in the same game. So all my point of view is what I fell and what for the motorsport fail and now what I see on F1 failing the same way that they focus on bring a lot of things and new content but don't having a game 100% finish and that you can see already the game every one month probably a bit less than one month and you already go on the patch 1.05 and that is EA games for us all the time but let's stop talking about software and move to hardware. Simlab XP pedals ready for pre-order with 50 pounds of discount. That's around nine to 10 pounds, 10% of the regular price for the set of two pedals. We don't know so much about the pedals. I'm waiting for having proper reviews for to understand. But from what we know is a 200 kilo precision load cell pedal set that stimulate any pedal of any car with the most complete and versatile sim race pedal set available. I will wait for the reviews to know a little bit more about this because always people always say that is the best until the honest reviews arrive. The same thing happened to Trustmaster TH8S announcement. It's a new uh, shifter add-on with the H pattern shifter plate, 7 gears plus reverse gear with direct gear shifting, allowing it to adapt to all the type of games, vehicles and manual shifting, rally, trucks, GT, NASCAR. Looks a little bit more plastic than the professional, the uh, THP, TH8P, uh, the professional one. That's probably the most famous from Trustmaster. I don't understand why Trustmaster is trying to do 
another manual shifting I would say a slim version from the other one because the other one can be shifter this one until now I understand is a shifter with add-on fixture of H pattern I think can adapt to shifter too so but I'm still no to understand looks very plastic that is always a downgrade for me uh, I think Trustmaster is applying to the wrong uh, or praying to the wrong chorus I think they should focus on what Fanatec is doing what Moz is doing that was dropping the price of the direct drive, uh, direct drive wheels improving the set of pedals improving the ecosystem is a lot of wheels that need a remap, a revamp so we need something more and I think this was not what we were expecting they already have something good probably needs to be um, uh, I'll say renovated remake again probably but not on the plastic way that is I think we need a little bit more we deserve a little bit more and that's why I think Logitech and Trustmaster are getting a little bit down is forgetting the people and forgetting that Moza and Fanatec are with prices very accessible Moza Average Parthen that is full metal and looks very good the reviews have been good Fanatec have a great ecosystem too so I think Trustmaster should focus more on the ecosystem not only on the shifters but focus more and have prices accessible for the director uh, DD uh, lines as for example TGT 2 is 750 pounds with pedals and wheel so that makes us thinking okay probably we need something better hope you enjoy it today episode a little bit shorter because we don't have a guest so when I go on monologue I don't want to explain myself I don't want to stay here and bother you but I hope you enjoy it Soon the videos gonna start coming more on YouTube. I start getting more energy. I will go jump now to Piston Lab, old Forest Motorsport that was now Piston Lab. They have a lot of equipment that I'm gonna try to make reviews and try to check and make the best of them. And of course, guys, thank you so much for staying with me. Hope see you soon and thank you once again to make uh, me on Spotify going over the charts you have so many countries that you've been now on top on top one under so for my part thank you so much guys and see you on the next episode